bumper cars. Ice bumper cars, I heard. Yeah. It's in Akron, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, can I get into that? Yes. Ice bumper cars. A wonderful Saturday morning to you all, and thank you so much for making us a part of your Saturday morning. It's the 8th day of December, 2018, and I hope that in the hustle and bustle of all that goes into your Christmases today, all that checking off to-do lists, what do I still have to go by, fighting the traffic, the parking spots, the lines of people. I hope you take a moment, maybe this morning, to remember that in all the holidays, it is about people and not the gifts. Let me remind you, as I have to remind myself, to cherish the people in your life above all. So let's take a deep breath this morning. Relax. Forget the to-do list for a few hours and just be together. Connected by this microphone and your radio or your computer or your Alexa or your whatever. Whatever. Let's get together. So what happened on this day, December 8th in history? Obviously, the big one is. On December 8th, 1941, the United States officially entered World War II as Congress declared a state of war against Japan one day after the attack on Pearl Harbor. On December 8th, 1925, the great Sammy Davis Jr. was born. You know, it's sad. There's probably a whole group of people in this world, young people, who never knew or never heard of Sammy Davis Jr. That is sad to it me. It is. That is really sad to me. Probably the greatest, I would say, the greatest entertainer of all time. Well, the whole rap pack. Yeah, but even more so with him. Yeah, I, I mean, mean yeah. he could he could dance better than anyone. He could tap dance. He could do anything. He could act. He could sing. He could do anything. Yeah. I mean, you know, Frank Sinatra and Dean Martin could sing. They could dance a little. They could act. They acted, but not like Sammy Davis Jr. Not not even close to all the things that he could do. Um, and, and it's, I would say he's probably the, the greatest, maybe male, Liza Minnelli was great at dancing and all this stuff and still is, but, but Sammy Davis Jr. is just probably one of the, I, I'd say the greatest entertainer total that we've had. On December 8th in 1987, U.S. President Ronald Reagan and Soviet leader Mikhail Gorbachev signed a treaty, you remember this, to destroy their nation's arsenals of intermediate-range nuclear missiles. 
I remember that was a big deal at the time. You know, as we celebrate life and people, I have two stories for you today, Sean and I do. Two stories for you today that will touch your hearts. One local and another in another part of Ohio. Both involved fathers who were in the military. Both involved amazing sons who went the extra miles to honor their fathers. Both are must hear. One will be live at 10 o'clock, as you will hear from Rex Beach of Canton, as he tells the extraordinary story of his journey to find and honor a father he hadn't seen since he was two years old. It's an incredible journey that brought he and his father's life lives in full circle to touch again. Rex Beach will join us live at 10 o'clock. Another story that originally aired on CBS Evening News and was reported by Steve Harmon in his On the Road segment is an amazing story. If this story doesn't possibly bring a tear to your eye or tug at your heart during this holiday season, I would be shocked. Both of these stories were chosen today because we often need a jolt of humanity, of love, of devotion in a time that is marred by jostling, fighting for parking, materialism. These two stories will kind of let you step back into that. Before that... I had the opportunity to talk, and, and I had, you know, when you get so, an interview opportunity like this, I, I think you have to take it. There was part of me that said, ah, oh, no, not today, you know, as we get close to Christmas. But yes, it has to be told. And because I had the opportunity this week to schedule a man who has been on the front page of most major newspapers in the past two weeks, everywhere you turn, his name is on there, due to the fact that he has been thrust center stage in the ongoing Mueller investigations. Uh, We have had him on in the past, but never in the midst of such circumstances that he's going through now. Dr. Jerome Corsi is in the middle of of a fight for his freedom, his dignity, his integrity, and he has raised the stakes in this battle in a fight against the the Mueller probe. This week he filed a criminal complaint, an ethics complaint, against Mueller and has promised that he's he's actually come out and said they could send me to prison for the rest of my life and I'm not going to cooperate with them. His contention is he's being compelled to lie. Dr. Corsi has just written a book detailing this psychological torment that is due to be released December 26th. It is titled, Silent No More, How I Became a Political Prisoner of Mueller's Witch Hunt. Dr. Corsi will be live with us at 9 o'clock. There are so many more stories, such as Christmas songs now being banned. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer is about bullying. Uh, Honey, It's Cold Outside has been banned. We'll talk about that. Urban Meyer's retirement, the bowl season. 
Uh, Kareem Hunt. I could go on and on. We could go, Sean, we could go for six hours today. Let's go for six hours. We'll even bring Jay, uh, Jay David's not even in here today. He probably recorded it. Yeah, he did. We have Jim Michaels today, the docile voice. Yes. The docile soothing voice of Jim Michaels. Of Jim Michaels. (laughs) Am I talking more like him? No, I can't get there. <laughs> I can't. I couldn't duplicate his voice. It's it's smooth. Anyway, we're gonna have sports. Uh, we're gonna have the latest news with Jim Michaels, obviously, and we're gonna have our trifecta contest. So all of that will continue. Let's take a deep breath. <sighs> Stay tuned. The week that was will continue right after this. Don't sit this one out. Here's Joe Palmisano on News Talk 1480 WHBC. Oh, Motown Christmas. Let's combine the two. Who is this? I know who it is. <laughs> like you're you're King Motown and <laughs> this is little Michael Jackson. Jackson Five. Anyway, it's contest time. So what am I? It's not the contest time. This is the time I give the answers, and later on in the show I'm going to give the questions. What do you win today? You win a four pack of four pack of tickets to see Voices of Canton's Joy to the World. It's Christmas time concert. Wow! Monday, December seventeenth at seven p.m. at the Plain Local Center for Performing Arts. Joy to the World's It's Christmas Time concert. Four tickets for that. That'd be nice. Here are the answers. And this is a uh, Pearl Harbor. Not Pearl Bailey. (laughs) Pearl Harbor um, contest. First answer is Admiral Yamamoto. Admiral Yamamoto. Second answer is USS Arizona, USS Arizona, Admiral Yamamoto, USS Arizona, and 7.48 a.m., 7.48 a.m. Later on the show, I'll give you the questions. If you can answer those and match those, you will win the four tickets to the... Joy to the World, it's Christmas time concert. Monday, December 17th. All right? Good deal. Wow, I made the coffee this morning, Sean. Yeah, it from, is. From what I hear from you, you're a great, I guess, chef in the, the coffee kitchen there. Well, it's really easy. Yeah. I just pour two bags of the strongest coffee here at the station into the little thing and I start start it up and it comes out it oozes out so it's nice and thick I could put a yeah I I I could put a pencil in here and it would stand up <laughs> I'm serious so it's tar. you know what I hate more than anything I judge a restaurant by the coffee they make really if they're so cheap that they put coffee in a cup and you could see it and it looks like tea that I can understand. That's not coffee. You shouldn't be able to see the bottom of the cup. No. 
And you do that so often. You go to gas stations or something, you get a, co- a cup of coffee, and then you go out, and it tastes like water. I mean, it's like I, I don't drink, if I drink beer, it's stout beer. Right. It's, it's thick beer where the foam on it is brown. You know, the head? Yeah. It's, it's stout. I don't understand drinking something, drinking coffee or beer or anything, when it doesn't taste like coffee or beer. See, coffee is too bitter for me, so I have to have some kind of creamer or something in it. Well, that's fine. Yeah. But I get that. But still, you don't want it. I mean, this is like cough syrup. It's thick. It's thick. It's It's awesome. But it tastes like coffee. Right. If I'm going to drink coffee, I want coffee. You don't, don't want, want water. I don't want you don't, water. You don't want brown coffee, water. You don't want coffee-flavored water. You want coffee. Bingo. Right. And I want, if I want beer, I never understood light beer. You know, it's kind of like dishwater. Maybe I'm wrong. Well, I mean, teach his own. Do you like light beer? I don't. I'm not. I was never a big beer drinker. I grew up, like, never just... It was always mixed drinks. It was the harder stuff, I guess. Well, but you know what you need to in try? wine. You need to try stout. And or, I have. Or a good porter. Yeah, I actually have. We, I like craft beers Yeah, because of the different flavors and, and, and stuff. And one of my favorite kind of craft beers is the coffee-flavored beers. It, really? They're, they're really good. You, uh, Dunk, there's a Dunkin' Donuts beer right now. No. Yes, and it's actually is really good. Is it a stout? Good. I, I'd have to look it up and see. I have it at home, but I can't even remember uh, who makes it at this one. I think it's Harpoon is the company that makes it. Um, but it's it's actually really good. Yeah. And But, uh, you know, we're actually doing a big Christmas party, uh, beer tasting party tonight with a bunch of friends. No. Yeah. And so, well, all right, here's what you want to do. Here's what you want to do. And I want to, I, I just want to, this is not a, a plug, but it's the, still the best sound I've ever had. Go to Royal Docks in Jackson Township. All right, and ask them for a six pack of Vlad V L A D Vlad. All right, and bring that to your tasting. I'm telling you what, people will be shocked. Okay, it is so it is so good, and it is. I'm telling you though, it's 13 percent alcohol. Oh wow! So just taste it, uh, but it is. I think it's 13 or 11, but it's high, but it's really good. Oh, nice. It's really good. Yeah. I mean, it's it's pretty amazing. Anyway, I, I, I digressed, but I did that because I'm looking at my coffee, and it's actually staining. It's actually putting stains <laughs> on the side of the styrofoam cup I'm drinking it out of. Now, does that worry what it might do to your teeth? I'll brush my teeth when okay. I get home. It might stain your teeth on your way home, though. Well, you know, I, don't I might know. keep looking at you, and your teeth keep getting browner and browner <laughs> as we go through the day. <laughs> Pretty soon, you won't be able to see yeah, it. Yeah, not at all. <laughs> That's funny. All right, hey, do we have to take a break? We do. Uh, I think we got a minute. We do. I'm going to keep going with this. When we come back, I want to talk sports with you. There's so much to talk about. Um, Kareem Hunt. I finally watched the video on Kareem mm-hmm. Hunt. <sighs> There's a there's a lesson to be learned. I think there's a couple. Well, but the real yeah. lesson is, 
The first thing is nothing good ever happens after midnight. Yep. Secondly, don't put yourself into situations. If you're a pro athlete or anybody in the public eye, don't go out with people you don't know. Don't go out and be amongst people you trust. Mm -hmm. And don't throw other uh, kind of wild cards into that equation because that's what happened. That's yep. what happened. And it could it could cost this young man. Now, what he did was wrong. Uh, absolutely wrong. But it's all because he put himself in the wrong situation and people were invited up to his, or came up to his place right. uh, that he didn't know. And it started and escalated and maybe cost this young man his, his entire career. Uh, but what did the NFL know? That's what I want to get into. Yeah, you. and I've been reading more and more Bingo. about that. And not... <laughs> no, and Urban Meyer retiring, yep. and the Heisman, and the greatest game, the greatest rivalry. You know, people say Ohio State-Michigan, mm-hmm. they forget about this one that's today and what it means. We'll talk about all that in the sports when we come back. The week that was, we'll continue. Stay tuned. And now, here's Joe Palmisano on News Talk 1480, WHBC. That that music almost sounded like it was played at like 33 and a third when it was... (laughs) (laughs) It was like, wait a minute. Forgot to flip it over to 45. Has this song been banned? There could be some racial connotation to it. I think this... this, There's so many songs that are banned now. And... and, and, uh... Offensive to those who don't get snow at Christmas time. Absolutely. Hey, I wanted to get into um, Kareem Hunt. It turns out that um, the Cleveland Police Department did give, uh, uh, allegedly, gave the report and the video to the NFL kind of undercover. But they they may have received it, according to this. It says, in another installment of the continuing back and forth, who knew about uh, Hunt's assault, the Cleveland Division of Police released a statement stating that the NFL representative, an NFL representative, had been given the police report. Oh, not the video. No, the 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 police report. of the incident. In my understanding is they didn't look into that incident in February. They looked into the June incident of him assaulting another man outside a bar or whatever it was. They looked into that, but they didn't look into even though they had the police report. And now and the just police saying, were there. They had body cameras and stuff. Yeah. So <laughs> I it really looks bad on NFL that maybe they're trying to protect a star player. Duh. Yeah. They I mean, did it with just, Ray Rice. Remember they gave yeah. him a two-game suspension? Roger Goodell gave him a two-game suspension. What, what I want to know is how does TMZ, is it TMZ? Yes. How does TMZ get these videos? How does how can the NFL not get them but TMZ can't? Why don't the NFL hire TMZ to be part of the NFL? Because TMZ tries and NFL doesn't. Oh, that's a great point. I mean, it, 
or they had it and they're just denying that they had it because they're trying to. I think didn't it, it turn didn't it turn out after TMZ released the Ray Rice one yes. that the NFL did have it. Yes, that they had seen it, but they yes. were like, "Well, okay, it's two games or whatever it was," and he deserved more than that or whatever. Even whatever the initial suspension was, he knocked the lady out. Exactly, he deserved more than that. And then they, you know, then all of a sudden TMZ releases the video, and there's this humongous public backlash. And I go, "Well, okay, you're suspended indefinitely." Right. And then no team wanted to touch him after that, and so, which because he's on the decline of his career. And so now Kareem Hunt played an entire season almost. Yes. Knowing, and the NFL knowing that this had happened, both incidents, June and this one. Yes. The NFL looks horrible. They look horrible on this, and my thing is there's not, I don't understand it, because the the linebacker for the Browns that got busted for federal inside trading or whatever was able to keep playing. He pleaded guilty to a federal crime, was able to keep playing, then got suspended indefinitely, and now he's already back. And that was all just in this he's season. He's back? Yeah, he, he's like cleared to play now. He was okay to play. And I think he's back playing with Seattle because he had signed with them. I don't... You pled guilty to a federal crime and you're allowed to play. And then this guy, <laughs> I, I just... You know, or then you got... And I know Josh Gordon is a totally different yeah. like problem on his own, right. but he wasn't taking like performance-enhancing drugs. He was pot, you know, marijuana, yeah. which is legal in states now, yeah. some states, but he's not allowed to play or, for a year and a half. Well, what about the guy that that um, signed with the Washington Redskins after oh, being... Yeah. Uh, Reuben Foster. Reuben Foster. Yeah. He gets cut for domestic violence, proven domestic violence, um, gets cut by the 49ers, gets picked up immediately by the Redskins. They have no problem with it. It's like a double standard. Now... I heard Kareem Hunt cleared waivers. He is free agent, and he's free to go wherever he wants. Now? Yes. Somebody's going to pick him up. Yeah, somebody will probably pick him up in the offseason after everything's no, cleared. No, I'm saying now. Like soon? Yes. Well, I don't think he's playing for the rest of the season. Has he been suspended by the NFL? He's still on the commissioner's no. exempt list. Yes, he has not been suspended right. by the NFL for and, the season. Well... Well, it's the same thing as Reuben Foster. They both are on the exempt list. Neither one of them is suspended. You know, and somebody's going to pick them up and they're going to look bad. So I don't, th- I mean, someone's going to take the chance. Right. Someone is going to take the chance who's in that last, like, push for the playoffs that they need that running back. They need that talent. And, you know, it, it's going to be interesting who it is. I mean, the Redskins, I mean, you really look at the Redskins. One, there's that controversy around the name as it is already, the Redskins. They signed Adrian Peterson, who then comes out and admits, yeah, I, I know I got busted for beating my child, and I still whip him with a belt. By the way, the Washington Redskins changed their name. Two. They eliminated that offensive name. I'm waiting for the punchline. They eliminated Washington. Ah, there it is. Go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, but, so, but then they signed Reuben Foster. Yeah. And it's just... It, it it it's not proving to pay pay dividends. I guess you could say because they're still the only. I guess I saw a stat the other day. The only team in the last twenty seven years to not have an eleven win season. They've never had. A 11 well, the Browns wins have got to be there too. Nope, Browns have had an eleven win season in the last twenty seven years. Oh, okay. <laughs> wow, I'm amazed by this. I'm amazed by the whole thing. I don't know how. 
and how this is all going to shake out with uh, with Hill. I, I almost feel bad. There's a lesson here, folks. Be careful who you hang out with. Didn't our parents tell us this when we were kids? Don't hang out with, don't hang out with those people. Be careful who you associate. Your guilt by association. Remember that? Our parents used to tell us that all the time. Guilt by association. Don't hang out with bad people. Right. You hang out with bad people. And and you put yourself in that situation, then bad things are going to happen. Bad. And then you mix it with alcohol, and you mix it with late night, bad things are going to happen. Well, I... It's it's and it's got to be tough, and I'm not like trying to play sympathy card or anything, but it has to be tough to be in that position with that spotlight on you because you're going to have so many people come out of the woodworks trying to be your friend. Yeah, I get, I get that all the right. time. Yeah, I know you do. Yeah, and <laughs> I see it. There's, I mean, you got groupies standing outside the, the door right now waiting for you. And but but you know, it's got to be really tough because you you don't know who's real and who's not. Well, exactly. But you know what? It's no, you still, there's no, that's no excuse for kicking a woman. Oh, no, absolutely not. And, and now, and, and, you know, if he'd because he ran through a guy and the guy hit the girl mm-hmm. and knocked her down. If he'd have left it right there, it probably would have been, all right, I didn't try and hit her. I tried to hit this guy and it knocked him into this, this girl. But when he kicked her, that was a whole nother ball game right. now. And, and this stuff with Reuben Foster that wasn't late night, and the thing with Ray Rice wasn't. I mean, that was yeah. his lady, his his wife, right. or his girlfriend, and they're in an elevator by themselves when he knocks her out cold. That's a whole different story, right? You don't treat people like that. And I think the theme with the cream hunt, and I, I think a lot of people are losing. They're like, "Well, it was bad that he lied." It, it, they were like, "Oh, it's worse that he lied than than he." than hitting a woman. No, no, that's not the point, because that's what Kansas City let him go, going, you lied to us. Told us you never left the room, and now we have videos showing you lied to us. It's the same thing when you punish your kids. If you say, hey, did you do this? No. You know, the punishment's worse because you lied about not doing it than it would have been if you just said, yeah, I did that, because you not only did you do it now, you also lied about it. Well, and the other lesson here is there is video... Everywhere. <laughs> you can't go anywhere without being videoed. Somebody either with a phone or with a surveillance camera or something. So be careful. All right, we got to take a break, don't we? Yes. When we come back, we'll get into more. I want to talk about the Heisman. I want to talk about the game. I want to talk about so much. We'll do it all. Stay tuned. Sit back and enjoy The Week That Was with Joe Palmisano on News Talk 1480 WHBC. Now, all right, who's your pick for the Heisman? Uh, Murray. I think Kyler Murray probably wins it. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. I don't know how you separate these three, though. I mean, you got uh, Tua. I'm going to say Tua because I can't pronounce this. Tagalavoa? Tagalavoa? Close enough. Tagalavoa? I have no idea. And Dwayne Haskins. And so those are your three finalists. They're all record setters. Unbelievable quarterbacks. Um, But I see Kyler Murray winning it. 
tonight. And that's all for that. Great game today. Means so much more than yep. I mean this is this is the greatest rivalry ever. And and what amazes me is when the game is over between Army and Navy. How they both stand there and sing. You know, one sings first, the winner always sings second. Uh, and you want to sing second, but there, there is so much respect. They play. They give it everything. It's like life and death for them, playing in this game. Yeah. But then afterwards, the camaraderie and everything is amazing. So this is a great game. This is a great rivalry, and it means so much. I heard Pete Dawkins uh, on today talking about his experience in this game. Now, three-star general Pete Dawkins, or four-star general. Um you said this is the best time of year for you with with college football and the pros well, and everything. I think about the second week of November to the end of the year because you got the high school playoffs and championships. They're then done. You, and then you have the NFL is about halfway through the season. They're starting to make that playoff push right. to the playoffs. And then you have the college championship games. You have the rival games. And then you have the bowl games and the I and playoffs. Hate bowl yeah, games. that's what you said. They're stupid. They're stupid, Sean. Do, now, 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 wait a minute. Listen to this before okay. you get in this. I was going to ask a question. There's a there's 130 Division One teams. Yes. 80 go to bowl games. 80. 41 bowl games, counting the national championship and the playoffs. 80 teams go to the playoffs. 62% of all the mm-hmm. Division One teams... You are seeing now this year there are like 20 guys who aren't going to play in bowl games. They're meaningless. People are saying, I'm not going to jeopardize my pro career over a stupid pinstripe bowl game or something like that. Here's what I'm saying. I I will beat this drum forever. You do away with divisions in conferences. You do away with divisions. Everybody plays, you you play 10 games, so you play as many as you can play, you kind of revolve it. But at the end of the year, at the end of the regular season, the two best teams in each conference play, not divisions, because they weren't the two best teams, Northwestern was 8-4 right. or 7-4. So you don't play teams like that. You play the two best teams in each conference play again mm-hmm. for the conference championship, like the Big 12 does. Right. And then you you take the top, you take the conference champions of 11 Division One conferences, and that includes the Sun Belt, the Mountain West, everything. And you throw them all together with four or five, I'm sorry, at-large teams. So Notre Dame could get in this and that, all right? Now you have 16-team playoff. And now you make all those bowl games. Right. And you do away with all the other stupid bowl games. And you make these, these bowl games have meaning again. Because now you're playing... And don't tell me, they always say... The NCAA plays this game with our heads. Oh, these kids have to go to school. We can't tell. We can't make them do this. Really? What What do you do with Division Three, Division Two, One Double A basketball? Yeah, sixty four. <laughs> yeah, 
You know, it's ridiculous. So you play 16 teams, and you play this game. And you play games that have meaning. And you don't mess around anymore. But you know what? They won't do it because they have to have the Tax Slayer Bowl, the Arizona Bowl, the right. Belk Bowl. Yeah. I, you know what? I don't want to see South Carolina and Virginia play. I don't want to see that game. No one cares except for South Carolina and Virginia. I don't want to see Nevada and Arkansas State. I, Northwestern and Utah. Texas A&M and North Carolina State. I don't want to see. I know people are going to say, well, I do because I went there. Well, that's right. that's another thing. That's a whole other ball of wax. Baylor and Vanderbilt. Two six and six teams in the Texas Bowl. Like, I really want to see that game. And who really wants to play in that game? Well, I think you're absolutely right on that point. And I think it is probably, what, in the last 25 years is where that really started happening. 20 years, I guess. Where it's just sponsor after sponsor. Hey, this sponsor wants to do this. And, you know, it's the Chick-fil-A Chicken Bowl. It's the, you know, it's just one thing after the other. And it's like, enough. I know. Enough with the bowl games. And I agree with you. Four teams, one, four teams is not enough to determine a championship. Two, you you go and you have non-conference winning or non, yeah, whatever, conference winning champions in the Final Four, but then you have conference champions that are sitting out. Bingo. That shouldn't be sitting out. Bingo. And I'm not just talking Ohio there should State. Be, here's what they did. when They ruined conferences when they had a state championship in high school. When they started this whole championship thing, conference champions went out the window. It wasn't really that big of a deal. Right. Yeah, we won a conference, but did, did we play in the playoffs? No. Alright, so, and they did the same thing with city championships in Ohio, in Akron and all that mm-hmm. stuff. They're doing the same thing with conference championships because of the national championship. Let's just look. Let's make conference championships relevant again. The 11 conference champions in Division One go to the playoffs with five additional at-large teams. Right. Now, I, I'll say this, and people out there going, ah, that's too much. Why? You know... And I don't care if the Sun Belt is going to be a huge underdog to the SEC. You never know. Boise State beat Oklahoma a couple years ago in a bowl game that was not supposed to happen. Right. That's what you play the game for. Anyway, you got me on it. As soon as you mentioned that you like bowls, it got me <laughs> Well, crazy. it's not so much the bowls. It's just this time of year where they're pushing to get to the, the playoffs. And, and I don't want to say the bowl games itself, but the, the college games seem to matter. I mean, they all matter, but they seem to matter just a little bit more. because not the bowl games. Well, I'm not even talking about bowl games. I'm talking about like up until this point where they're trying to get to the <laughs> Final Four, I guess you could say, and they're trying to win their conference. The Michigan-Ohio State game. But that's the, over the now. The Northwestern-Ohio State game. That's over now. Right. That's what I'm talking. From the second yeah. week of November. But as, and it all trails off. Obviously, high school football's over. The bowl games are, yeah, whatever. I'm watching and poker then, now. And then now the NFL's making their push towards the, the I'm playoffs. watching the poker. You're watching ESPN. poker, and oh, how was the fight last weekend? You were, that was your. Oh, big it was a thing. great fight, yeah. but they robbed. Uh, they robbed him. We'll talk about that when we come back. <laughs> no, when we come back, yes, we've got Jerome Corsi, Doctor Jerome Corsi, an insider's view, second insider's view, but this guy's right in the middle of it uh, about the Mueller investigation. This is going to be very interesting. We talk to him. Stay tuned.